Hey everybody, Andy Cavernin here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. You know, I read a passage in Scripture this morning that reminded me of some of my own story that I, that I want to just share with you a little bit. Uh, when I was a kid, I grew up in a home where the Bible was taught and, and I had parents that modeled uh, Jesus to me in a variety of ways. And I, I, I really had a clear picture of what I, what I understood as right and wrong. I, I knew that I ought not, you know, talk back to my parents. I knew that I ought not hit people as a little tyke. I, I knew that I ought not steal or, or, or use uh, bad language or these kinds of things. Th these kinds of things and that was good and I'm grateful uh, for being taught in that way and as I grew and, and became a little bit more mature maybe a little bit more aware I, I looked around me and I looked at the other people in my life and I, I had this this kind of notion that uh, that boy I, I was kind of a cut above I, I knew more than they did about the scripture I went to a private Christian school I, I, uh, I, I could see that I had better control of my tongue in some ways and as I got into middle school and high school I remember you know seeing some of the things that the people around me were doing and, and I remember developing a bit of a superiority complex and and I was really confident in my actions and in how I carried myself and I I thought that I, I really pleased the Lord well I got into college and I never had this great period of rebellion but I remember wrestling uh, with sin in a way that I hadn't before and coming to a deeper realization of wow I, I'm, I'm every bit as messed up as the people uh, that I thought were uh, in, in, a, in high school and that became a sobering uh, reality. And this passage of scripture this morning reminded me of that. And, and I want to share with you maybe just a little bit of how the Lord has uh, shaped my thinking that might encourage you um, through this passage. So this is Luke uh, chapter 7. And uh, it's, it's uh, the, the title, the heading there is A Sinful Woman Forgiven. And, and I'll, I'll just read it to you and let the text uh, do most of the teaching here. It says in verse 36, One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house, and he took his place at the table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who, who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, say it, teacher. And, and, and here you have this interaction. I mean, this woman, she's coming off the street. You can imagine, the text isn't specific here in Luke, but you can imagine the type of work she does, the reputation that she has. And here she enters the home of a Pharisee. Uh, one of these people that were a lot like I was in high school. I thought I had everything together. I thought I, I knew the right answer and, and had all the, the, the right things to do. Uh, this Pharisee, this woman enters into this his home and uh, you just see this contrast in culture and the way of thinking. And she's, she's gushing over Jesus. She breaks a, an alabaster jar of ointment and starts washing his feet and doing all this stuff. And you just see the indignance rising up in this Pharisee. And so he's basically saying to Jesus, look, get her out of here. She doesn't belong here. I belong with you, Jesus, but she doesn't. I belong with you because I follow the law, because I have my ducks in a row. Uh, who is she to think that she can come in here? Uh, so Jesus says, Simon, I have something to say to you. <laughs> when Jesus says that, get ready. 
And, and, and you, you can almost hear the bravado in Simon's response. He says, say it, teacher. <laughs> like, bring it. I got this. I got this. Does he really? Well, listen. Uh, he says, a certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they both could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? And Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. And then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she's wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. <laughs> Friends, maybe you're like me uh, when I was in high school. And if I'm honest, sometimes I still am. Uh, you can look at other people and think, well, I've got my act together. What's their problem? But, but remember, uh, that same grace that's necessary for those people is a grace that's necessary for you. And, and be careful, because when we take on that attitude, you might just hear Jesus say, uh, Andy, <laughs> I have something to say to you. And when Jesus says that, get ready. Friends, uh, he who has been forgiven a little uh, uh, loves little. What does it say here? Uh, Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. Friends, as I've grown in Christ, I've become more and more aware of the great chasm which existed between me and God. Jesus crossed that chasm. He crossed the chasm of my sin, my, my rejection of God, and he brought me into life with him. I'm so grateful that Jesus met me there, and I want to be the kind of man that understands the depravity from which I was saved and, and therefore loved Jesus like this woman did at that table. Uh, I pray that for you as well. God bless you, friends, and, and Lord willing, we'll see you again on the Cornerstone Connection.